You're listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. First go at it. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Um, obviously, we'll make sure before we end this podcast to make our predictions, cast our votes. Both of us have division rivals participating in it, um, with obviously me being a Ravens fan and the Cincinnati Bengals. And then on your end, of course, the Rams. A little bit more painful for 49ers fans and Ravens fans because, well, we just struggled at the end of the season. So at least we didn't have to worry about, you know, being one win away from this game. Um, so I'm sure Nick's looking forward to this Super Bowl for sure. Um, but anyways, I not a lot happened, I would say, in ACC country this week. I mean, I'll let Nick kind of, you know, give his thoughts and we'll check in on Nick here in a second. But just a brief summary. I mean, Nick, I don't think much happened. I mean, maybe you could make the argument on the basketball front that we had some shifting, but really all the shifting we had, I mean, was not expected, but it's kind of fallen in place with everything else we've seen all season with, you know, an upset that makes you go, eh, whatever, you know, not too surprised by it kind of thing. Cause I mean, really even on the men's side, women's side, I mean, minus again, Virginia beating Duke, which we were kind of, were having a live, broadcast of last time we recorded you know there really wasn't that much of a holy crap what happened here in ACC country yeah I know uh I was really hoping Wake would come back and beat Miami after losing to them for the first time I think that would have really silenced the doubters of anyone that doesn't think Wake can make it I thought if they just won that game and redeemed themselves that would have been nice but obviously wake fell short of that uh the only thing that's surprising to me is well your who's have done very well they're winners of four straight they just beat georgia tech last night and virginia tech is back like they're all the way back they're not tournament back but they're in that top part of the acc and they're not far behind of anybody Buddy. Their conference record, though, is not looking good. And that's where I would probably have the cutoff right now of teams making the tournament. Um, Virginia Tech desperately needs to improve that conference record, which they are. They're winners of five straight. But when the next closest team in front of you is 10 and five and you're seven and seven in conference, they need some work done. But that's the biggest surprise right now. Um, and also, Florida State completely just falling off. They are. They're I, to me, they're done. They are out of the tournament for me, unless they can pull off a miracle, win all the games they need to and go deep into the tournament in the conference tournament. Then I don't see Florida state um, making the NCAA tournament, but Virginia and Virginia tech, they are back and it's actually making this conference a little bit more exciting with the uh, basically three weeks left to go. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's going to be Monday night. So tomorrow night is Virginia, Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. So that'll, it'll pit two teams that, you know, have really, I mean, I think winner keeps their NCAA tournament hopes alive and loser is, is done. Um, if I'm being completely honest, because both teams right now are on the outside looking in anyways, but, you know, winner can at least, and especially in my opinion on the Virginia end, if they can win in Blacksburg, you know, that's going to be another solid again, push to the resume to where, you know, again, like 
Virginia can get rolling. I mean, they do have Duke again at home. I mean, there's a way they could play themselves in for sure. I mean, right now, Joe Leninardi has Virginia as one of the, not the last four or the first four out, but the next four out. So like last eight teams that he's kind of considering for a tournament spot, which Virginia wasn't even in the talks two weeks ago. So obviously that's huge momentum for Virginia, but yeah, let's, let's just kick it off with men's basketball. I mean, we've already kind of talked about it here. Um, I mean, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, Florida state. Um Losing both the pit on Wednesday and then yesterday, you know, getting absolutely railed by North Carolina and Chapel Hill. Yeah, they they're broken right now. They are they are the definition of hot and cold, and they have gone ice cold. Since that win at Miami and the win against Duke, they have not done anything. Like that week was the pinnacle week for them. They haven't won since. They've lost six straight now. And it doesn't get much easier with going to Duke next Saturday. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's tough for Florida State. They've played themselves out of the tournament. Um, NC State, your pack have officially, in my opinion, locked up the uh, the, the bottom spot in the ACC, um, losing a tough one at Pitt. I mean, the amount of NC State games that just, you know, for at least a half are entertaining. And then they just, they can never, never get it done in the second half. Um, I think Notre Dame has planted their flag as the clear number two team in the conference. Um, they just continue to win when necessary. You know, it's not always pretty, but a, a win's a win. And yeah, Virginia Tech, Virginia, they're definitely the two hottest teams in the ACC. And we get to see that Monday night. So that's definitely going to be something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I was going to ask if you think those are the two hottest teams. I'm glad that you agree because I think they are too. Uh, my Wolf Pack, yeah, they stink. They're awful. They're trash. Uh, there's really nothing else I can look forward to um, with this NC State basketball team. I mean, they did not score at all in the last five minutes of the Wake Forest game on Wednesday. Did not score a single point. And that game was back and forth the whole time. And they just they they could have died and they would have gotten more points honestly like they they just died uh and that Boston Pitt man as an NC State fan we kind of own Pitt in every sport football basketball baseball and I think this is their first win in any of the three major sports in two years so that one actually does kind of hurt a little bit too um one more team I kind of want to point out, though, in the ACC is Carolina. They kind of bounced back a little bit from that Duke loss, killing Clemson. I mean, they destroyed Clemson. Oh, no, no, no. Was it, am I getting two games confused? What was the score of that game? Of which one? Of Carolina-Clemson. Um, uh, did they play this week? Yeah. I don't think yeah, they played Wednesday. Oh, they played Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday, the 79-77 game. So I remember okay, yeah, that was the close. Remember Clemson getting demolished by Duke on Thursday. That's why I was like, they played this week, but I guess it was okay. That's why I got confused. They got demolished by Duke, and but they almost came close to Carolina. That's what it was. Um, but yeah, they came close to Carolina, and Carolina they beat 
the hell out of Florida State. That I mean, that I couldn't believe that first half score. I think it was like 62 to 20 something, 29 or 30. That was insane. Uh, so Carolina kind of got the wheels back on the track a little bit. I think Duke had a, I think we all saw that Duke win coming against Clemson uh, after losing to Virginia, that they were just going to absolutely demolish them in Cameron Indoor. So other than that, uh, once again, I would have liked to see Wake come up with the big win against Miami and redeem themselves, and they could have really solidified themselves into the tournament. Uh, but they still have – oh, wait, nope, never mind. I was going to say they still have the most wins overall in the conference, but now that belongs to Duke. So, But they were the first team to get 20 wins, so that's pretty good for them. Other than that, Mike, uh, I have – nothing really much else on the basketball front i would say my top five teams right now uh definitely duke one notre dame two i'll throw in uh who i really like your who's um you know what yeah i have to keep them four because i had them in my top five last week so i'll go duke notre dame um i'll go Wake, no, I'm sorry. Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, Virginia, Wake. That's my top five power rankings. Yeah, I still have to leave Carolina out. They still have to prove something to me. That Clemson game was still a little close for me. So Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, Virginia, Wake Forest, top five. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about Wake, so I'm glad you mentioned them. My top okay. five is not going to include Wake Forest. Okay. Who the hell is Wake Forest beat, Nick? Like, this weekend was a chance to prove something. Miami no, you're is right. a decent basketball team. And what do you do? You lose at home. Like, the only game that I look at, again, the at Virginia win is a good win looking back on it. But we can't. you can't tell me that that Virginia team back in January is a Virginia team that we're currently watching. And – Yes, they demolished North Carolina, but like you just said, North Carolina needs to prove something to me too. And again, we're looking back at, at January. Since then, I mean, Wake Forest has two losses in February. Or sorry, I guess the Syracuse game was the last game in January. So they have one loss in February. But their three wins are arguably the three worst teams in the conference right now with Pitt, NC State, and Florida State. So... I'm not really seeing anything. This week will tell us everything we need to know about Wake Forest, though. At Duke on Tuesday, Notre Dame at home on Saturday. They can go one and one. I'll take back what I said. I'll probably put Wake Forest in my top five. But until then, what have they done to make me think they deserve it? Yeah, they're 20 and six. Cool, I guess. Like, <laughs> you've beaten up on the bottom feeders of the conference. You got shelled in Syracuse. Like, I mean, you look at a team – I mean, Wake Forest has probably played, what, three teams in the top 50 right now all season, maybe two? And that's if LSU is still in that ranking area and they've been kind of tapering off too. I mean, they haven't played anybody. Like, VMI is arguably one of their best non-conference wins. We've gone over it. I won't harp on it anymore. But I'm sorry, Wake Forest, if you don't – like, 
yes, you're 20 and six, you have room for error per se, but if you can't beat the teams that you're like, that like you're trying to argue you're better than at home, I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt just because you're 20 and six. Like, I mean, because if that's the case, then we got to give a lot of other ACC teams, like we have to give Miami a ton of benefit of the doubt because they're 18 and seven. You have to give, you have to make an argument that Duke's still a top five team because they're 21 and four. I mean, you're not like North Carolina is 18 and seven. You're not much better than North Carolina record wise. And North Carolina at least has challenged itself and has played some tougher teams. You know, they shellacked Florida state. Like yes, Duke destroyed them, but there again, their, their losses are not anywhere near the level of bad. Like their losses in conference, again, their worst loss would be wake. So I, I'll hear that out, but that was a while ago. Other than that, it's at Notre Dame at Miami, you know, Duke at home, like those are your conference losses. That's it. Like you shellacked Virginia and you lost at Kentucky. But again, that's Kentucky. You beat a ranked Michigan team. You know, they, they lost to a ranked Tennessee team and a ranked Purdue team. So their 18 and seven is so much better than Wake Forest's 20 and six. Again, the head to head should matter. But at this point, with the way the AC is, you can't really just base things off head to head anymore because the, the whole circle of suck is complete. Someone's better than somebody by the transitive property. So if that's the case, I'm sure we could probably make a case for NC State being the best team in the ACC because they beat Virginia who beat Duke. So boom, problem solved. <laughs> so yeah, just I, I'm not I'm not a believer in Wake yet. And they can walk away 21 and 7 after this week. I'll maybe reopen the door. But if they're 20 and 8, I don't think they belong in the NCAA tournament. Simple as that. I could see that, but them going zero two—that's going to hurt their, um, that's going to hurt their tournament chances for sure. Uh, all right, then I'm curious. All right, is Carolina in your top five? Because I think I, I agree with you that there are just too many games that happen um, throughout the season to do head-to-head matchups. That's why I have Virginia over Wake in my top five because. That game was a long time ago, but Virginia has also beaten Duke and have pulled off four straight. So that's why Virginia has looked a little bit better to me than Wake has. So what is your top five? So my top five is going to be Duke one, Notre Dame two, three is going to be Miami, four, North Carolina, five, Virginia. I mean, Virginia has been hot, but I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Virginia Tech would actually be six and Wake would be seven. I'm not sold on Wake. Like, I just don't – like, yes, at the end of the day, winning games matters. I mean, they beat the breaks off Virginia Tech to another – like, I have two teams, three teams ahead of them, actually, literally the top three that Wake are undefeated against. So that's fine. But based off the basketball I'm seeing currently from Wake Forest, they're not really playing anybody. They haven't looked overly impressive, you know, and Saturday was a chance. Like you look at the recent, the recent things going on in the ACC. I mean, again, Virginia beat Duke and Miami in the last literally week, or I guess eight days, because it was last Saturday that Virginia beat Miami. So in the last eight days, Virginia has beat two of those teams. You know, Virginia Tech. I I don't. I'm gonna check their schedule real quick because I could be mistaken, but. North Carolina has a 20-point win over Florida State. And, you know, that's not overly, you know, drastic. But, again, they beat Clemson on the road. Not super impressive, but it's still better than anyone Wake has played and still more impressive than what Wake has done. 
let me just pull up Virginia Tech because I don't want to speak out of turn. But, I mean, Virginia Tech handles Syracuse very easily, which is, by the way, Wake Forest's last conference loss, not named Miami. But then, again, what Virginia Tech did on Monday night, like, it got it got overlooked because of what Virginia, you know, obviously going to Cameron Indoor, hitting a shot at the at, at basically the buzzer to beat Duke. You know, that makes sense, but it took a lot more attention away from what happened. But did you see the score Monday night with Virginia Tech and Pitt? Virginia Tech 74, Pitt 47. This is the same Pitt team that just beat Florida State and NC State. Like, or no, sorry, they beat Florida State. They beat NC State. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up the crappy ACC teams now. Sorry, Nick. Whichever team, they're all the same now. But, you know, 74 to, to 47 is an impressive win. Yes, it's in Blacksburg, but that's a 23-point win. Like, uh, wait, did you do math right? Yeah. No, that's 27.1. Math is really hard today, guys. Sorry. I haven't ate today, so maybe that's what it was. I'm starving myself to the Super Bowl. So, smart idea, maybe not. But 27 points, I mean, that's, again, just impressive all around. Virginia Tech is what? Now, let's see. Are they on a four-game winning streak? No, one, two, five-game winning streak. So, yeah, I can hear out again. They haven't really beat anybody. And, again, their last loss, too, was a close loss to Miami at home. So I'll hear that out, that Wake Forest could be better than, than you know, Miami. But also, too, when Virginia Tech met that Miami team, that was when we had, like, Miami just clicking on all cylinders. Not saying that Miami's still not a good basketball team. And I think they kind of figured it out Saturday in Winston-Salem. But I'm not overly impressed with what I saw. So... Again, Wake Forest, I just cool you're 20 and six, but you're not doing anything to make me jump out of bed and go, yep, this Wake Forest team is legit because they're just not. I mean, this is, I, I don't want to be that guy because Nick, you and I both have a soft spot for Wake Forest. You know, mine probably lies a lot more in football than basketball, but I went to a lot of Wake Forest basketball games, especially a few years ago because they were cheap as heck. For five bucks, you could get down to the lower level. <laughs> so, you know, it was quite nice. We used to go all the time, but, you know, this Wake Forest basketball thing is almost lining up so perfectly with like how football was in, was it 29, was it 2020? Must've been the 2020, I think it was a 2020 season where Wake Forest was like what, nine and oh, and then had to go play Clemson and Clemson just railed them. I you, think mean, it, you mean this past season? Was, was it this past season? I don't think it was this past season though, where they like, they had a season before this season that they had something similar happen where they were like, they were on undefeated and then Virginia Tech, spanked him is what it was this was that time it was like a okay yeah 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 that was so that 20 that was the 2020 that was the fall of 2019 are you sure i don't think yes, it was because 2020 2020 remember game day was at winston-salem for the first week for clemson yeah, but, wake but i'm pretty sure that then wake forest went on a run after that didn't they i gotta look this up now no they started off zero and two and then their first win was like against campbell because they ended up having a losing record in the 2020 season because of COVID and they played Wisconsin. But the 29th, no, that Virginia Tech game, I remember because they were ranked, went to Blacksburg and lost. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were like, what, seven and one? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. They were seven and one. Their only loss was to Louisville, um, you know, and that was again when they first got ranked. And then, you know, they, they beat NC State and they hammered them. That's what it was. They hammered NC State. And we all got back on the bandwagon. Like, oh, that Louisville loss was, was you know, was a joke. Then they played back-to-back yeah, -back weeks in Blacksburg. Yeah, back-to-back -back weeks in Blacksburg and Clemson. 
and they got shellacked. I mean, 36-17 is what I saw, and 52-3. to So, and they, and, they, and they ended the season losing four of their last five. Like, it's very parallel of Wake Forest to butter themselves up. I mean, the, the Wake Forest non-conference schedule that year was North Carolina, and that, again, was, you know, more rocky North Carolina. Let's just be honest. That was the first year of, of the Sam Howell era, so not great early on especially. They're, they're out of conference road game, very difficult, at Rice, you know, going to Houston, Texas to play the Rice Owls, a 2-10 and 10 football team, real difficult. And then Utah State was probably their best at true non-conference game, and that was at home. You know, it's it just, again, kind of the same principle here that, you know, what we're looking at is you know, the record's not speaking, in my opinion, for what this team truly is. Like, if you – again, I could be wrong, but I, I don't – again, I don't think Wake Forest, especially now the way they're playing, I don't know if they get out of their first, their first matchup at the ACC tournament. I don't know. I mean, okay. Let me pose this question to you real quick. If if the season ended today and you had to pick teams into the tournament right now, so you're on the committee, do you put Wake in over Carolina right now? No, because I would. I would put no. Wake in over Carolina. Why? Ten and five in the ACC. Ten and four in the ACC. Yeah, one's twenty That's... and six. The other's eighteen and seven. But look at like strength of schedule has to matter. And North Carolina is going to dominate that metric. Okay, but Wake has wins over Carolina, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you you didn't you just named the only team you just named that's probably an NCAA tournament team is North Carolina based off my argument. North Carolina. Has do you over, do you think right now Virginia's in? I don't. I don't think Virginia's in. I don't think Virginia Tech's in. I don't think any of them are in. I think the I think right now the only. I, the four I'll hear out for the ACC that I think you could lock in a sense would be Duke, Notre Dame, um, Miami. And then honestly, it's that then you got, I think you got one or two more spots where actually you have three locks. And then I would lock North Carolina personally. So that'd be the fourth for me. And then the fifth is Virginia, Virginia, honestly, whoever does best in the AC tournament and they don't, you know, screw it up in the regular season by going on some two or three game losing streak, which, by the way, Wake Forest, I'm predicting you're about to go on. You're about to lose three straight. I'm stamping it now. You're going to lose the Duke, and you're going to lose the Notre Dame. And this can be the first clip we can put on YouTube that you can clip and put on our Twitter because I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to lose at home to Notre Dame, and I definitely don't think they're going to go to Cameron Indoor and get that win. I mean, that's just I, – I mean, the fact that Virginia did that, like, I'm sorry, no one else is going to Cameron Indoor this year and getting a win in the ACC. Like, it happens once and on a, in a blue moon and Virginia just happened to be the team this year. that got to wear the slipper. They got to go into Cameron indoor and do it. You can't tell me that coach K is going to lose at home again this year, at least not to a team that even then, I, I don't think even Notre Dame can do that to be honest. So, you know, again, I'm, I, uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm putting in wake a hundred times. Who the hell right is now. wake forest beat when you go, you know, Ray have, okay. Listen to, okay. Micah, Micah, come on now. Come on. <laughs> Carolina got Northwestern in overtime. Woohoo! Oregon State okay. in overtime, bottom of the Pac-12. Yay! Wake's losses are not nearly as bad as UNC's losses. UNC got killed by Miami. They uh let's see, where else? They got killed by Duke the, by, by more than worse? Wake. Which is, which is worse? Getting killed by Miami or killed by Syracuse? Because Wake Forest has a 22-point loss to Syracuse in the last month. 
I and 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 you know what? Losses like fine. that's yes, a good yes, point. But like, like yes, yes, North Carolina got killed by Miami. Wake Forest lost to them at home though, so it's not like they're out here like going well. Wake Forest beat Miami, so that's a huge upgrade. They lost that game. Literally, the the resume win it for Wake Forest is North Carolina, and I get that. That should matter. That win, but this isn't football where you have to put a hell of a lot more weight into one game. They play 30-some games. North Carolina has the best resume win in a team named Michigan who's in the top 25 and near the top of the Big Ten, which is arguably the best conference in college basketball right now. But you can't do that Michigan win anymore if we can't do the LSU loss. It's a 14-point loss. It wasn't like they lost by one. I'll, I'll hear out the we give them more credit for beating Northwestern by four in overtime, I guess. But Northwestern, Michigan, Northwestern, Michigan, Northwestern, Michigan. <laughs> like they haven't played anybody. They barely beat Oregon State. But again, if you want to give them that win, that's fine. But you go down the losses. Again, you say that Wake Forest doesn't have any bad losses. That's first off, not true. Louisville's a bad loss. Syracuse is a bad loss. Those are two bad losses. Again, I will take those losses and again take, I would trade out those for North Carolina's losses of Kentucky and Purdue. I just named two top 10 teams. Duke, another top 10 team. Yes, Wake Forest has that similar loss, but both teams got killed. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make an excuse for North Carolina getting killed by Duke. But you can't tell me that Coach K did not want to drop a hundred. Okay. No, 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 no. That that Wake loss against Duke is not as bad as Carolina. At least Wake was going back and forth in the first half, at and they lost though. by twelve. Carolina lost by twenty at home. Yes, but again, you cannot tell and plus, me that Coach plus K Wake is- has a win. Wake has a win against Syracuse. So yeah, I know they got killed, but going on the road to Carrier Dome is three. hard. <laughs> the point differential you combine the two games they needed the first off they needed three periods of basketball to beat them by three like they haven't beat like again their next best win after north carolina is virginia who i don't think is an ncaa tournament team like and you asked me right now to line up like do not does north carolina and wake play again this year they don't of course they don't shocker so if they do play again i will bet you 20 bucks, Nick, that Wake Forest loses to North Carolina. I don't think that Wake Forest is any good. Like, yes, I'll hear out that you supposedly, you know, these losses aren't that great. But guess what? And I'll hear you out, too, because I agree with you that the refs bailed out North Carolina against Louisville on the road. But at the end of the day, they won by seven at Louisville. Wake couldn't win there, you know. They Okay, but that, that Louisville game against Wake had ref issues, too. That's fine. And I, I'm willing to also hear out the fact that, you know, you take away, like, I'm not, you can't, you can't just erase what happened. Right. But especially with the way the ACC goes, you have to look at like weeks and go like, did they have just a bad week? Yes. 20 point losses to both wake or I guess it was 18. No, 22. Yeah. 22 point loss to wake. And a math is really hard. 28 point loss to Miami is bad. But that was all in a span of five days. Minus that Duke game, they have been pretty impressive with 20-point wins over NC State, Florida State. They went on the road to Clemson and won, which is still a better win than anything Wake has done in the last month. 
I don't, and again, they beat Virginia Tech, who we're arguing is one of the better teams right now, which again, Wake Forest did that too, but they did that. I think that was actually still in 2021, if I remember correctly. You know, there's, again, they hammered Virginia. They hammered Georgia Tech. You know, they have a five-point loss to Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Not a bad loss. They lost at Kentucky. Yes, they got blown out. They, they at least are playing teams of relevancy. Like, I will take a blown-out loss to, at Kentucky over a blown-out loss at Syracuse. <laughs> I will take a blown-out loss. Like, I will take a 21-point win over Michigan on over a 25-point win over North Carolina for Wake. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Michigan look is at it. nothing, dude. Michigan's nothing anymore. Let's 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 pull up something real quick since Michigan is is supposedly nothing. Michigan's they're tenth. There's they're seventh in the Big Ten. But they're, but they're, they're not going to get they're it. Still, no, they are. The Big Ten's going to get 18. It's the difference. The Big Ten is a, like the Big Ten's top six teams. Nick are all ranked. There's a big ass difference between the Big Ten and the ACC. I can't believe I'm going to argue that the Big Ten's better. No, than I know that. I know that. But what's Michigan's big win? Okay, Michigan's big win. Hold on, let's pull up Michigan's big win. Oh, I don't know. Beating Purdue by 24 a week ago. Pooh, that's the number three team in the country, Nick. Oh, you want me to continue? Yeah, really? Because the last place team in the ACC went into overtime with them. Hey, they also beat the powerhouse that is Nebraska by 42 in Nebraska. That's a big dub. <laughs> and the last place team in the ACC also beat Nebraska. So you're really not helping yourself right now. Wait, who beat Purdue? What last place team beat Purdue? No, I said the last place team in the ACC lost Purdue in overtime. And the last place team in the ACC beat Nebraska. That's what I'm saying. So based on your logic then. We're just getting out of control with this transitive po- property stuff. Like, look, literally, I'm just saying, Nick, if, Nick, if, if Nick, everything ended ago, right now, it was if, three if, days if, ago that Michigan beat Purdue. That's why I was waiting for you. You said Michigan's not very good. You're right. They're not like, but 13 and 10 in the Big Ten is a hell of a lot better than 20 and six in the AC is to begin with. But then you throw in the out of conference. Yeah. I will take Michigan to beat the shit out of Wake Forest right now. <laughs> like the top six. I don't know if they'll beat the shit out literally, of Literally, we've got hold on, sorry, I can't do math. The top five Big Ten teams are ranked 17 or higher. The ACC has one team in the top 30 right now. Yes, I know my I'm not arguing with you on that. I know the Big Ten is be- better than the ACC. What I'm saying is, is Michigan probably if depending on how they do the rest of the schedule, I'm I would put my money on right now. Michigan's not going to make it. That's just me because not it's not yeah. a Big Ten thing. I just think you got to think about it. Big Ten, yeah, the Big Ten is the right. third best conference, right? Okay. SEC is going to get way more teams. The Big Twelve is going to get over half of their conference. Oh, in. the Big East is going to get more. And then you got the all. Big East, <laughs> and then you're probably going to get some teams out of the Pac-12, and then all the at-large bids. So I'm going to guess right now, Michigan is on the outside looking in. It's going to be tough. Nick, for Nick, them. Nick I'll, let you, I'll let you answer your own question right now, and you tell me if you think right. you're saying North Carolina's on NCAA tournament team. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll play that game. North Carolina's on NCAA tournament team. They're worse than Wake. You're saying that, you know, that no, no, I'm not saying Carolina's not. I, I've been on the thing 
where Carolina is a tournament team. I think they are. I'm just saying right now, I'm pick. If I had to pick between Wake or Carolina, I'm picking Wake. So but I'm pick- still. But I'm not saying Wake Carolina is not a tournament team. I'm saying if Carolina could get the wins where they need to get, they will be on track to be a tournament team, and they are. So, so Carolina is a tournament have, team. In Wake Forest will have one tournament team win. One. North Carolina. Will I think Virginia is making two. themselves a case. Yeah, but again, if Virginia is going to make themselves a case, that probably means Wake Forest is going to have to fall. Like, I'm sorry, but if you do not get to the final four of the ACC tournament, you are not an AC, you're not making the NCAA tournament unless your name is Duke. And maybe Notre Dame or Miami. Maybe. I think those threes are locked right now. Okay, so you lock those three up. But I also would think I'm locking, I'm locking Duke. You know, as of right now, I'm locking Duke, Notre Dame, Miami. Yeah, and you could probably lock those three to be in the final four of the ACC tournament if you want to lock it up that much. Like, you're going to have, like, if Virginia plays Wake in the ACC tournament, the winner or the loser, excuse me, is out of the tournament. Because again, like, wait, and again, this could all be for nothing, Nick, because you know what? I will eat my words if Wake Forest goes 2-0 and this week, or heck, even 1-1, and I'll keep the door open for them. If they go 0-2, they're 20-8 and now. They're done. They're done. They no, I no- agree. <laughs> You're not getting any argument out of me. I think if they go 20-8, and if they go 0-2 this week, they're done. And they, I wouldn't say done-done, but they have a tough stretch. I mean, losing to both Duke and Notre Dame is really going to hurt because then you really don't have a lot of wins. I'm just saying right now, if I had to put down – Four teams to make the tournament today. Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, Wake. Those are my four teams. All right. This was unexpected. We were definitely ready to move on from basketball, and I brought up Wake, and I'm glad we did because that made things interesting. Uh, Wake Forest basketball fans, you can hate me. And you know what? I, I want Wake Forest to be an NCAA tournament team. But what I don't want, Nick, is I don't want Wake Forest to make the NCAA tournament because their record is, you know, let's say 23-9, and 24-9, and nine, something like that. And then they get absolutely wrecked by a school like Creighton or DePaul or some Big East team, which, again, at the end of the day, I don't think would be considered a bad loss if you follow college basketball. But it's the same argument that, like, when, when Indiana lost to Cincinnati. Oh, Indiana's not good because they lost to Cincinnati. That's not the case. Cincinnati was the better football team. But – you look at it from the broad perspective. I just don't want any momentum. For, like I think Wake is a, a year early. That's my thought process. I just think that like this year's team is overachieving, but they're not an NCAA tournament team. They're just not. And I hope I'm wrong, but they had chances to win that game yesterday. Like, I don't know if you saw the, the, the score at halftime, Nick, but Wake was up seven at the half. If they were as good of a basketball team as we want to think they are, you got to be able to finish a seven-point lead at home. You have to. It's just no, that I stupid. agree. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to go that Miami – I'm not trying to downplay Miami, but Miami has been punched in the mouth a lot recently. The fact that they were able to pick themselves up and overcome that – and, like, I will give Wake Forest fans, fans credit – why am I drawing a blank on the name of the arena now? The Lord, LGV. I always like it's way too many things, but the, the Joel, Joel. Yeah. The yeah. Joel has been rocking. It's been really great to see. I've loved that. It's nice seeing that some people are rocking the tie dye again. And it's all kind of coming back to what, you know, you and I remember as kids. We're like, like if you're, if I don't know about you, Nick, but if your parents took you to a game, I know my parents took me to a game. 
we were paying 35 bucks to sit probably four rows from the top. Again, small arena, so it's not like it's the worst seat in the world, but you weren't getting anywhere close to the lower level unless you got money. In the last few years, you could have five bucks in your pocket and you could sit half like three rows from courtside. <laughs> so, you know, it's nice to see it rocking, but that there has to be something to back it up. And I have not seen it and I hope I'm wrong, but at this point, I'm not on board. But anyways, that'll wrap up the men's basketball talk for this one, uh, unless you have anything else you want to add, Nick. One more quick question, just off the top of your head right now. As of today, how many teams in the ACC do you think get in? Four. Four? Okay. And and the fourth will be determined by Virginia, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. What about Carolina? Or Carolina. Yeah, sorry. Or Carolina. Okay. All right. I will hear out a yeah, fifth. I, think- I will hear out a fifth if, like, for example, let's say Virginia, Virginia Tech play in the overtime and Virginia keeps rolling. Virginia Tech keeps rolling, you know, Virginia beats Duke or Virginia Tech beats Duke and North Carolina can kind of get things together or Wake Forest can get things rolling. Like, again, if Wake Forest, the rest of their schedule, I have it memorized because I just looked at it probably for a good 10 minutes while we were arguing. They've got, you know, Duke, Notre Dame, at Clemson, Louisville, NC State. If they are a good – That Louisville game is going to be huge. If they are a good basketball team, Nick, they better go 4-1. and one. It's it's that simple. You yeah. have to go four and one because you should beat NC State. You should beat Louisville. You should beat Clemson on the road. If you're the team you say you are, if you're just an average, probably going to win the NIT type team, fine, go three and two. And you have to split. My opinion, I think you have to win the Notre Dame game. I think you can lose to Duke on the road. But if Notre Dame was in South Bend, I would hear out of three and two being an argument. But with Notre Dame at home, if you can't win at home, they're going to look at that and go, well, again, like I just did, who the hell have you beat? Now, if you go on the road and beat Duke, then, yeah, you get one free wash away. But I also can tell you this, Nick, and I I hate to do it, but if Duke loses again at home to Wake Forest, that'll be three losses at home this year in the ACC, Miami, Virginia, and Wake Forest. I have a feeling the way the ACC has been this year, and the fact that Duke doesn't have an insane out-of-conference win that I can think of, because I'm pretty sure they lost their Big Ten AC Challenge game, if I remember correctly. They had the Gonzaga win. Yeah. Oh, did they beat Gonzaga? Okay, so they had the Gonzaga win early yeah. in the year. I thought they lost that one. Maybe you're right. They did win that one. Minus that, though, people might look back and just go, maybe Duke's not that good. Maybe Duke's a four seed. You know, and, and, and that could, again, downplay the win for Wake and for Virginia. I hope that's not the case because you and I both know that Duke's a good basketball team. And even if Duke is not on its A game, Cameron Indoor, you, you're, you're already down eight points just walking into Cameron Indoor, especially on in the last season of Coach K's year. Like students have to be – have been ha- normally have to camp out for the UNC game. Students have had to camp out nights before for these Virginia games and these Wake games because every student wants to be there for Coach K's last season. Like tickets to go watch Wake Virginia and Duke were like four hundred dollars, and at the time that game as a Virginia fan, like why the hell would I spend that much to watch Duke beat us? Obviously, looking back on, it, I still would pay four hundred bucks to watch that one. <laughs> so, you know, it is it, it is tough, but I, I just don't. Again, I hope I'm wrong, but Wake Forest hasn't shown me anything to make me think if they go to the NCAA tournament, they're going to win anyways. So that has me concerned as well. 
But anyways, I'm with you. I'll hear out five. Yeah, I'll hear. I'll, yeah, I'll hear. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're capping five unless again, like Virginia, Virginia Tech don't lose minus against each other. Wake Forest doesn't lose again, and like Notre Dame doesn't lose minus like the team named Wake and Duke. Like, there's maybe yeah. a door for that. And again, then the ACC tournament becomes like, like it almost has to become too not even like a good tournament. It has to be almost dog water. Like in terms of whoever the five seed is has to beat the living shit out of the twelve seed, and so on so forth, just to like clearly kind of almost absolve the fact that yeah the rest of the ACC sucks we're the we're the tier you want to be like we need to make that you know while we've debated who the top four is at this point you can debate who two is for all I care we need to have the AC almost clear itself as these are the top six for sure and it's a clearly a two through six and they're all good basketball teams until that happens we're not getting six heck we're probably not even getting five but five is what I've seen a lot of bra- – I've seen four from CBS and I've seen five from ESPN. So I'll lean the ESPN side in terms of five is what I think we could get, but four is where I'm at right now just because, again, I don't believe that Wake's an NCAA tournament team. But okay. anyways, we shall move on. Let's talk some women's hoops, a.k.a. let's talk sports that Nick's school is actually good at. Um, I just had the standings pulled up, but then I went on that Wake Forest football trying to figure out exactly where that was so i need to what is my thing doing now so i just want to make sure i do the justice i knew though that nc state is killing it in women's basketball this year um i think that with that actually being in the rightful spot of college basketball aka greensboro um i do think that this is a good spot for nc state to hopefully continue their run um you know, Virginia Tech is doing a fantastic job. Got a big win today. A lot of women's basketball is played on Sunday. So, unfortunately, it's a little bit harder to give its due justice just because of what's going on on the women's side. But Virginia Tech beat a ranked North Carolina today. Um, you know, NC State took care of Duke. Louisville hammered a ranked Notre Dame team. So, it's it's Louisville and NC State right now at this point. It's kind of what it was in 2020, you know, because they, they did finish that tournament. Georgia Tech's looking pretty impressive. One thing the ACC's got going for us, Nick, is we probably have seven or eight teams in the NCAA tournament on the women's side, though. I mean, NC State, Louisville, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, North Carolina are all locked. That's six teams right there. Boston College is right on the cusp. Miami is right on the cusp. Duke is right on the cusp. And you want to know the one consistency we have in the ACC, Nick, and this will be my only conversation I want to have. I'm never for firing a coach. But when you're 0-12 and you've lost the last five games where you were winning either at halftime or in the second quarter and you're 3-18 and all season, a.k.a. the University of Virginia's women's basketball team, I think change needs to be made. This is a team two years removed from the NCAA tournament. And now we've got a situation – or three years removed, I guess, technically, because COVID, they would have probably made it, but they were kind of borderline, so maybe not um, – but yeah, um, that's the consistencies. Your Wolfpack and State Wolfpack, arguably the best, maybe second best. That argument can be made both ways. Louisville's technically ranked higher in the national poll. And then my Virginia Cavaliers are awful. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, I'm just ready for the NC State revenge tour. Uh, I think these girls can win the ACC tournament again. Uh, I really, I need these girls to make the final four at least i think that sweet 16 early um out was kind of disappointing in a way uh i expected them to go a lot further last year but 
uh, they seem very great. They seem amazing this year. So um, I will say I, I, I'm the reason why I pay attention so, uh, more to women's basketball is because NC state is so good. And it's like hard not to pay attention. It's just kind of in your face the whole time. If you're an NC state fan, I haven't looked at the standings. I'm going to be honest at all this year. I knew we had a decent amount of teams ranked. I know I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking. I, I have it on my own screen, Micah. <laughs> See, this is why we put it on YouTube. People will laugh at that. Um, I just thought you were squinting well, at my phone. You know, I was trying to do you. Oh no. <laughs> um. I where was I at? Oh, uh, Wake Forest, the women's team. Uh, they made the tournament last year, and didn't they win a game? Yeah. Did they, they make they the round of thirty-two? They lost a lot. Like that, that they did. team was kind of similar to the men's team that um, – who was the old coach? Why am I drawing – Dan Manning, right? Dan Manning? Yeah, yeah. The Dan Manning? Danny anyway, Manning. Danny Manning. You know, when he put together when that team made the NCAA tournament, you know, played in the uh, last four in game in Dayton and then advanced from there. I think they won that game, didn't they? They either won it or – I don't know. But, they, you know, they, they were a last four team in. Kind of a similar They lost situation. that game. Yes, they did lose. Okay, so similar situation, you know, where not that they peaked, but, like, the program kind of got to a spot where it's like, okay, now we know we can make the NCAA tournament, but that was a lot of senior leadership that really pushed that forward. Um, I actually have met Wake Forest's women's coach numerous times. She's actually from my hometown in Roanoke, Virginia, and she is awesome. Um, she knows what she's doing. Uh, the, the program's struggling right now, but, again, like, Something that they did very similar. Again, they're, they're, they're also in a tough conference, obviously, <laughs> for women's basketball. And they've been competitive. That's been, you know, not that you want to preach on that, but with how young they are, being competitive. I remember I went to a bunch of their games in 2020 uh, when they got to the final four of the ACC women's tournament itself. You know, they, they were probably going to sneak into the NCAA tournament. They were kind of on the edge there, but they were heavily led by juniors and seniors. And and if, if I remember correctly, Nick, they didn't get that year back, right? Or did they? Did those athletes get a year back if they they didn't play in the NCAA tournament, but they played pretty much the whole season? For some reason, I thought that was an argument. Oh, well, yeah, they did. They they did. got that year. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. And, and also, too, I mean, this is not to be disrespectful by any means at all to women's basketball or any sport, but it's really any sport that's not the two main revenue generators. And even then, basketball, men's basketball, you can almost throw it away because a lot of times, you know, at major schools, these guys are getting drafted to the NBA and getting a giant check. But, like, you know, if you're a women's basketball athlete, you know, more than likely the WNBA, even if you get there, unless you're a top 15, 20 draft pick, if I remember correctly, it's not a super great living wage. I mean, you're able to live off of it, but you went to Wake Forest. You're probably pretty freaking intelligent. <laughs> so they may have graduated and gone on to get, you know, their master's degree somewhere else, begin, you know, their profession. So that's something too, that I think people don't necessarily understand if they follow just, you know, men's sports, you know, especially football, men's basketball, because they think, Oh, well, everyone had a year of eligibility. Yeah. People did come back, but it's not at the same level that these other places did, because again, these young ladies are intelligent people, you know, and they had a lot of seniors too last year. There were seniors in 2020. So that's also part of it too, is they got girls a lot opportunity to potentially run it back because they were they were borderline NCAA tournament in 2020. I don't know if they would have gotten in 
if uh, if they would have announced those seeds. So I don't think they would have, but it was possible. But yeah, no, they're 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 definitely struggling, but they're not at the level that yeah, it doesn't look good. But I mean, to be honest, even the worst teams in women's basketball in the ACC really aren't that bad. Like it's a lot different than what we're seeing right now in the men's. It's just so heavy on top, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of what we it, what we were kind of used to in men's basketball, and kind of what right. we're used to in football. Let's be honest. Like, again, you and I both know that I would minus maybe Duke. So Duke would be the Virginia of women's basketball at this case, where they're just not good. But other than that, like, you know, line line up a Syracuse. Give me Syracuse against another four and eight, five and seven team. Heck, even a six and six team in some conference, seven and five, eight and four. Line them up. I think they have a shot. Same argument I would have with, with the women's basketball side. Like when you're, when you're, you know, I mean, because Wake Forest is going to play NC State twice a year. They're going to play UNC twice a year. They're going to play Duke twice a year. They're going to play Virginia Tech twice a year. Those are top 25 teams, top 30 teams. If you're not a top 30 yeah. team, you might win one of those, maybe two if you're really shrieky. But even then, if you're not, at the level you want to be at, you're just not going to have that type of success right off the bat. So my, my only thing is, cause I actually really like women's basketball. And for those of you that don't know the head coach for South Carolina, of course, probably the, the new Yukon of women's basketball. I don't know if you know where she played ball at Nick in college, but that school would have been the university of Virginia. So uh, I would be willing to donate a lot of money to get women's basketball to somehow poach her from South Carolina. I don't even know if that's possible to be completely honest with you, but I would love to see it happen. I love women's basketball. This is my quick 30 second rant on those that say women's basketball is not, you know, not fun or entertaining. If you like strategy, you got to love women's basketball, women's basketball. And this is not supposed to be an insult, but if you played high school basketball, if you played, you know, structured style ball, it is a lot similar to that. These young ladies are fantastic ballers. They would beat me one-on-one, every single one of them. I don't even think the walk-ons, I'm pretty sure they could easily handle me as well. Like I, I all those guys that say I could beat them. No, you couldn't. Again, if you want to play prison ball rules, maybe where you can drop a shoulder and then you weigh 300 pounds, maybe, but that's not basketball. Let's just be honest. You know, it's so ridiculous to me, the amount of, you know, oh, it's so boring. It's so this. There's missed layups. Have you watched men's games recently? The amount of missed layups that I see and missed two-foot, three-foot, four-foot jump shots that we see. And you think about the best teams in college basketball. I mean, think about Duke. When Duke had Zion, was Duke really that great of a basketball team? Or did they just have a freakish six-foot, seven, six-foot, eight, whatever size height he is? off like running back just running through people able to body because he's more athletic than everybody else on the floor like women's basketball is so much more pure and so much more fun to watch i actually preferably like like watching it almost more than the men's game to a point like yeah obviously i miss seeing a slam dunk and everything like that but if you like strategic basketball women's basketball is a lot of fun it really really is so anyways that's my rant on women's basketball and when you watch good level women's basketball, like for example, when Nick watched NC State, it's actually a lot of fun. Like those those girls can play. <laughs> like Nick, I mean, tell me this might be a crazy hot take. NC State women's versus NC State men's. We're playing. The men, like, stop! Just stop! Stop! Don't get ahead of yourself. We're we're gonna play actual like 
again, you can't just drop a shoulder into the into the ladies. Like because you can't like Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I know. I mean that's a foul, right? That's it a is. foul. So you it can't do foul. that anyway. So but, but in the you, men's game, it's a lot easier to get away with it because you drop a shoulder into a six foot eight, 280 pound guy. He's not gonna move as much as a six foot four buck eighty women's basketball player, buck ninety. I mean, I'm just saying, like, and NC State can't shoot. The men's team's garbage when it comes to shooting. Dude, I'll take the NC State women on the perimeter any day. I'm not saying that they're going to win, but you can't tell me that it's not competitive. You cannot tell me it wouldn't be. Because there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I would take NC State's women to be competitive, if not beat the men's team. I would. I've watched it happen. I think you're, I think you're stretching watched, this a little far. Watched, I've watched women's basketball teams beat men's teams before. Like, if this was, again, Duke, like, let's say, again, NC State's a, a top six men's team. Okay, fine. I'll, I won't debate it. NC State men's basketball sucks, Nick. NC State's women's basketball is very good. At, at the bare minimum, Nick. Maybe not five on five. Will you at least admit a skills competition, three-point shooting, free-throw shooting, everything that is skills that's not bodying up uh, somebody for a rebound? You taking the men still? Because I'm sure as hell not. Because the men's has Darion Sebron, who's a freak of nature, who can do all that. The reason why NC State's stats are so low is because everyone else is not that good. But exactly, I'm, okay. I, but it's I, a skill. Again, that's fine. Like if, if if that's the case, why would NC State just send their two best players to shut down the one for for your men's guy? I mean, I'm just saying, like it's not that illogical. I'm not saying that they're going to go out and win because there is a competitive disadvantage, especially if we play like the men's rules where you can get away with seven fucking steps in a men's game and it not be a travel. But at the same time. I'm willing to hear it out. I am. I am. Because I know for a fact, I feel the same way about Nebraska women's basketball against Nebraska men. I think it would be competitive. And we know how, how bad Nebraska men Just are. say this. They, the women's, right now, the NC State women's team, who I love, who are very, very good, who I think will win, and I think they can, and they have the talent to win the national championship this year. They can't year. win the national championship, Nick, because they're going to have COVID in the final four. Yeah, I'm so stupid. What, what am on, I like, thinking? I'm an NC State fan. We can't have nice things. Like, anyway, yeah. I'll say this. On NC State women's best day and on NC State men's worst day, the women won't lose by more than 15. Nick, that's bold. I think you're discrediting these women. I really do. I think, and it's not I even, think you're getting and, 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 and before anyone goes and says, oh, well, Mike is being PC or vice versa, Nick's being sexist. That's not the case here. I just no, genuinely think, I genuinely think that the women's team at NC State is very, very good. And I think the men's They team are very, very good. I'm not doubting that at all. I, I just said that they can win the national championship. Nick, have you ever played... I know, again, obviously, I'm not a Division One hooper, so I can't – that's not completely fair. I've played against a Division One women's basketball player, and I look like absolute dog shit. And when I go to the YMCA, you know, I'm not I'm, – I'm near the top 90% of the time, especially when it comes to shooting. Maybe not so much, again, being the best player on the floor. But when every time I've – like, I have literally watched D1 men's and women's players play against each other 
And again, minus the physicality of it. They are, I would take the women on the perimeter. And no offense, but NC State's defense sucks ass. So they're going to really, like, yeah, NC State's not going to be able to dominate down low, but NC State's women's team is not like they're living and dying in the paint. They are an outside perimeter shooting team. Like They're great shooting, but you have to understand, like, the – the drop off, like the drop off level of talent and like physicality and speed and strength and all that, that's a big drop off. And like the NC State men's team, yeah, they're the worst in the ACC, but I mean, come on, like they're playing in the best con. Like I don't know, like okay, you can't you can't use yourself, Micah. Like yeah, you like you're tall, oh, you're I'm big, saying, and all but I'm that. Saying, but I'm, I'm saying I've seen men's and women's D1 players go head to head before. Like I don't think you've ever like what school? Like, what like, school have is you this? ever? Have you ever played? It was it was oh Eastern Tennessee's men's, and it was Eastern Tennessee's women's. East Tennessee State. So, so uh, what's his face? His former team. Yes, yes, his former team. Now this was like five yeah. or six years ago, so I don't know if he was the coach. I have no clue. But okay, like my, my what I was trying to say was I don't I don't know if you've ever tried to guard a women's basketball player. It is hard as hell. Whether they're D two or D one, hell, some even these D three girls are incredibly talented. A lot of people when they go, oh well, women's basketball is not good. Yeah, their best player from their local high school went to Guilford. Of course, they're not that great. Of course, the D, the men's guy going to Guilford might be able to beat the woman going to D3 Guilford because more than likely that girl's probably not a lights-out shooter. And then you already have the, the size and the weight and just the normal human nature of it. But that's not the case here. <laughs> like, these ladies are phenomenal athletes. Yes, I'm willing to hear out that they maybe are not at the level of the NC State men's athletes, and that's fine. But purely basketball they would win. At the bare minimum, Nick, I'll drop the whole five-on-five, line them up game by game. I will lock in my statement that they would win in a skills competition. Three-pointer, free throw. Only thing they won't win is the dunk because that's just, again, not fair. <laughs> but three-pointer and just – All right, all right. I'll hear that out. Women. If, if this is like a three-point contest or something like that, I'll hear that out because shooting is shooting, Okay. You, it's a it's a it's a craft that you kind of have to master in your own way. So yes, I will hear that out. Strictly shooting, I can hear that out. But if it's a game, if it's an actual game, NC State's worst day and NC State women's best day, which is probably right now, the men's are the last place team in the ACC. The women's are the first place team in the ACC. They won't lose by more than 15. And I'm being, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a dick or anything like that. That's me being very generous right now. Cause I just think, you know, I mean, I, I hate to, biology is biology. And look, the women are great. And I just said, I would hear out and I think they can beat the men's team in a three-point shooting contest or skills thing. I can see that happening because that's a craft you have to master if you, like, compare the two. So, but if it's a game, I'm taking the men's all the time. I'm also thinking, though, in that type of matchup, they're actually going head-to-head. 
you cannot tell me that there will not be a lot more fouls called on the men's team because we all know how it's going to play out because what the men's game is, and rightfully so, I got to sit courtside for a Summit League bottom feeder game the other night. And the, the better bottom feeder beat the living breaks out of the crappy bottom, literally the worst team in the conference, because they had one player who literally got thrown the ball in the paint and just dribble, shoulder, dribble, shoulder, and just backed his way down to like a two to three foot either. Hook shot, bank shot, jumper, whatever. It was all the same thing. It was on repeat. But again, that's going to be different than you. He's not going to be able to just body a woman like that. Because I guarantee you that, again, it's just not the same type of structure. They're going to call it like in the women's game. They're going to if we let the refs call it like a women's game. They're going to call it by the ladder of the law and not this crap we see in the men's game where it's completely legal to tackle somebody or, I don't know, take seven steps, a.k.a. Grayson Allen, a.k.a. Zion Williamson, a.k.a. anyone that's ever played at Duke can do. <laughs> that's why I can't stand the NBA because there's no such thing as real rules. Every single slam dunk is five steps at this point. That's a travel. That's how basketball is written. If, it, if they want to change the rule, I'm fine with it. But don't say, oh, we're no, that's not a travel. I literally watched a guy pick the ball up at half court and then take three steps and dunk it. You're telling me that that's possible while dribbling? Get out of here. Get out. So, anyways, I don't know. Love how we got on another random tangent. This is going to be a, probably our most loaded podcast ever. Um, softball got started. Nothing really crazy happened. Clemson looked good um, to open the weekend. Not much else to really talk about because, again, a lot of these teams are just playing down in Florida or getting kind of the, the real wheels flowing. Men's lacrosse had its first upset in the ACC. Duke got knocked off by Jacksonville. Virginia is currently in a tough one with High Point. Um, High Point has really stepped up its game recently, but, again, it's not, not the number one team in the country. Virginia good. Virginia is going into the fourth up three, so High Point's giving them a battle. But Jacksonville beating Duke is definitely big news because Jacksonville – Again, solid potential bubble team for men's lacrosse for those that don't follow it, but um, that's definitely a game Duke normally wins by six, seven, eight goals, and they lost this one at home. So definitely a tough loss for Duke. Um, yeah, women's lacrosse, not too much in crazy action that I can think of upset-wise that we need to talk about, but we'll get more into that as things kind of heat up. Uh, and, of course, baseball starts, what, this week? This week, right? Less than a week, baby. Yeah, we, baseball, I think the first series all start on – I think on Friday, I think mo most games should have already had their first pitch. Yeah, so I'm so excited for this baseball season. I've never been so excited for a college baseball season. I and I I, I think I might be a little biased because I know my team is going to be. I don't know if they're going to be as good as last year. I'm honestly shocked how high they are in the rankings, NC State, because we lost a ton of guys to the MLB last year, a ton. And maybe it's recency bias too that we got screwed out of the, you know, the national championship. But college baseball is just so much fun. If you guys have not watched college baseball yet, I'm going to try. I'm personally going to try to get everybody to tune in to college baseball right now. Because right now we don't know what's happening in Major League Baseball, uh, if that's going to start on time. And with college baseball, it is so much fun. Like, I debate when I was growing up, like, if I could be a college athlete, do I want to be football or do I want to play baseball? 
Like, cause those kids look like they are having the time of their lives. Like they look like they have so much fun. They're every team seems like they're a close knit group, no matter if you suck or if you're very, very good. Like I see the Wake Forest plays ball players every single day. They come into our deli all the time. We feed them all the time. They had a pretty disappointing year last year, but they're going to be very good this year. And when they stink, they were still like always happy, go lucky kids. Like baseball players make the game so much fun. It's so exciting. Definitely try to go to them because tickets are cheap. I'm going to try to go as many uh, as many NC State baseball games and Wake Forest baseball games this Nick, year. If you want my Wake Forest baseball season tickets, you can have them. I have season tickets. I buy them because I used to buy them and I just renew them. You can use oh. as many as you want. Just hit me up. But I, I I might do that. Something uh, I will but... add about the baseball side that it's a bad rep, and, and and I agree with it too. To be completely honest with you, my issue with college baseball is it just takes so damn long. Like those games, it, dude. You, the, four hours, four. Like I'll never they, forget. You never know when it's gonna end. Oh, you yeah, never like it, know. Like I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, again, this is Division Two college baseball, so it's not completely fair. But I'll never forget our baseball stadium was next to our lacrosse stadium. We'd have a lacrosse game at 2 p.m. Baseball had a doubleheader starting at 11 a.m. Eastern. Our game would be over. I would have gone back to my dorm, showered 8. So that has to be at least 5.30, 6 o'clock. And they only do an hour gap between games. They, let, they, they play seven innings. They go. They all get to, like, kind of eat lunch. And they get, then this was like a 30-minute lunch break and then a 30-minute, like, you know, starters get warmed up again, all that stuff. And I could get to the second game of the double header and it'd be the third inning. <laughs> and I'd still be able to watch two hours of baseball. <laughs> Granted, that's D2. So there's a lot less, a uh, lot more runs than there is pitching. Like at least at the division one level, there's, you get aces and stuff like that that can really slam the door on teams. But I mean, I'll, I'll never forget going to North Carolina, Virginia Tech. And it was a game at noon. I had to be somewhere at six o'clock and I had to leave in the eighth inning because. I had an hour drive and you're peace somewhere at six o'clock and it's been five hours. Like, and also too, I mean, rightfully so with college baseball, I'm not saying that losses don't matter. And I think it's a good thing personally as a fan, like there's nothing I enjoy more than going to a game. And even though if my team loses, I know it's not the end of the world kind of thing. Like where if you go to a football game and your team loses, you've now, you've technically lost one twelfth of your season in baseball, you lose one game. You've lost one forty fourth. 145th <laughs> you've lost like two three percent of your season like in terms of like your yeah. loss record how much that weights to it so i personally enjoy that and i think too like for me it's gonna stink because i don't know how much i'll be able to truly watch college baseball just because it's so obnoxiously again long and you throw in the fact that you're running into the issue of it's hard to watch it on TV, but if you're at the, like you have a, a Saturday afternoon to yourself or personally, I love the Sunday games, Sunday afternoon at two o'clock, you get there, the ballpark at one 30, you get a couple hot dogs in you. If you're at a ballpark, like for example, Nick, if you're really smart, I highly recommend it. Go to a Duke game at, at the, at the bulls park. They play a lot of their games at, you know, at the Durham bulls ballpark. I don't know if you knew that or not. You probably do. Yeah. Yeah. Go to one of I think they I think they play NC State there this year. Like go to one of those games where it's gonna be packed. It feels like you're at a you're at a minor league game on steroids, in my opinion. You're gonna see a lot more runs. You're gonna be able to enjoy the hot dogs, the you know, 
the stuff that like for example nebraska baseball not to bring that up but i enjoyed my time and i'm i'm going to at least five or six games that's a two-hour drive for me to tell you how much of a commitment i'm making to go watch it because it's they play at a um amateur it's like a professional league i can't remember what the league's called the american association or whatever there's a team in lincoln they share the ballpark so it's a nicer more minor league style ballpark but it's mainly for the huskers and it's just a beautiful place to catch a game and there's nothing better than you know in march and april especially when it's you know 55 60 degrees with the breeze and you're just catching a ball game and you've got nothing better to do you're just enjoying the intricacies bring a friend like i can't recommend it enough and we are spoiled i mean the sec definitely has better party atmospheres for college baseball i mean it's hard to beat the ball five tradition in texas a&m and mississippi state Ole miss is party with throwing beer up everywhere arkansas is obviously a damn good time Florida does a good job. Tennessee's getting there too. I mean, those are all Vanderbilt's wild. The Whistler makes me want to kill myself, but it's still a cool tradition nonetheless. Like, do you know about the Vanderbilt Whistler? Uh, you have to, Nick. Like, he, yeah, who doesn't know the Vandy like, Whistler? Well, I didn't know because I know Virginia fans. He 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 lives in more for Virginia fans because obviously the two national titles that Virginia played in the one they lost and the one they won were both against Vanderbilt. So we had to deal with that a lot. So where, of course, NC State got robbed of a true shot at Vanderbilt, which, by the way, Vanderbilt fans, if there is anyone listening, you're cowards for not scheduling NC State in baseball. You didn't want that smoke this year. Y'all are soft for that. But, you know, anyways, like, it, there's not – like, we get spoiled the ACC. Like, Nick, I mean, we talked about it before on the podcast, or maybe off, I don't know if it was on or off, but the NC State baseball facility might be one of the worst in the conference. And it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. It's not that bad, but it's one of the worst. Like, Wake Forest is, is gorgeous. The couch is awesome. North Carolina's is nice. The, the diamond heel or whatever the heck they call it. The heel diamond. You know, Duke, of course, their on-campus is not that great. But they play half – most of their big games at, at, you know, Durham Athletic Park. And that's awesome. Can't tell me that's not. So that's sweet. You know, Virginia just did a renovation. Virginia Tech just did a renovation. Those are gorgeous. Florida State's is beautiful. Miami's is beautiful. Louisville's is awesome. I, I, if anyone gets a chance to go to a Louisville baseball game, very underrated place to catch a ball game. I hope it gets back to kind of peak relevancy. Clemson's ballpark is really nice. Like, there's just so many good ballparks in the conference to go watch a game at. And, and it's cool because a lot of times they're right in the heart of the athletic facilities. So if you're going for the first time and you're like me, you could stop by the football stadium. You can stop by the baseball, basketball arena, the baseball stadium, lacrosse field, the soccer field, the weight room. You can do a lot of that stuff. And I can tell you right now, a lot of times when there's a baseball game going on, because the way the athletic hub works, the football stadium's probably open. <laughs> you can probably walk right on in. The only place that's not the case is at NC State because the football stadium's off campus. <laughs> so... And Miami, of course, too. But, you know, it is just an awesome, awesome place. I mean, Pitt's even got a nice ballpark for considering everything going on. And I think I heard rumors that Pitt's going to play a couple games at PNC Park, especially if baseball kind of gets, you know, continued to be pushed on or pushed off, I guess you could say, uh, at the major league level. I mean, if, if you could tell me right now Virginia is playing at Pitt at PNC Park, Nick, I am dropping a dime and going to watch that. That's my oh, favorite yeah, ball. that sounds so favorite, much fun. That's my favorite ballpark in Major League Baseball, and you're telling me I could watch my favorite thing. And Here's my formal invite to anybody listening, but Nick, especially to you. I live in Nebraska, guys. You know what happens in Nebraska? 
the college world series the only thing we got going for us out here because husker sports ain't it so anyone that's coming let me know i i live two and a half hours west so i'm not the most ideal place to stay but if you want a place to come crash come hang out or heck if you just want a, a tour guide that can show you around omaha because i'm i was literally in omaha this past weekend it's what i do for fun because there's nothing out here in Kearney. come by nick if NC State makes it, even if they don't, but especially if NC State makes it, I expect you in Omaha. I don't care if you have to tell I'll be parents, there. Like, tell your parents you're quitting the deli for all I care. If you please don't do that. Oh no, yeah, I'm a thousand parents, percent but, going. But you know, anyone that's listening, you know, because I don't want to. I'm gonna knock on wood because I don't want to jinx it. But I'm going to be. If you're a betting man, I feel pretty comfortable saying that there'll at least be one ACC team in Omaha this year. Who is it going to be? Oh, that's, for sure. that's a question that we have to decide. But and what we had two last year was it just virginia and nc state? And, uh, and omaha yeah it's just virginia and nc state i'm trying to yeah just those two yeah, yeah so like on a, on a normal year it normally is two again so i i think this could be a year we have two again but i, I would be kind of surprised if we didn't have at least one um so you know make the trip it really is especially if you like even if you're not a huge baseball person omaha especially if you are though but even if you're not just the atmosphere of Omaha is awesome. I mean, the whole town is like, there is literally ice cream places, Nick, that are right next to the ballpark that are only open for the two weeks of the College World Series. To give you an idea of how Omaha becomes just an absolute hub, like that place is able to pay rent to be right next to the ballpark and only has to be open two weeks a year, <laughs> especially in this economy. That's wild. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's kind of sad because, like, when you go by the ballpark, when it's not College World Series season, it's kind of boring, to be completely honest with you. Um, if you're a college baseball recruit, I'm not saying don't go to an ACC school, but, I mean, Creighton's home ballpark is the College World Series ballpark. So not a bad spot to go and <laughs> play some ball. Still blows my mind that Creighton's not better at baseball. But, yeah, it is, it is awesome. College baseball. I mean, I still am biased to college lacrosse. I think lacrosse is just a more fast-paced game, so that's why I like it. And obviously, I played it in college, but man, college baseball is so much fun. And I'm so glad that I like got a real chance last year to get back into it. Because I mean, I, I kind of lost some interest after Virginia started to stink again. And obviously, it helped that Virginia was good. But you know, I found myself in Omaha last year, even when Virginia was eliminated, still just watching the remaining teams. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you this story, Nick, but I had tickets to what was supposed to be NC State and uh, Vanderbilt, Mississippi, I don't know, but NC State's game, if they, you know, the, the game two that got canceled, and then they said, oh, they can't play. I think it was, yeah, it was Vanderbilt, yeah. Vanderbilt again. So, you know, it, it's just, it's awesome. It really is a great experience. I mean, it is, it is so sad to see what obviously what happened to NC State fans, NC State fans, you've been robbed. It's awful. It really is. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, and anyone, by the way, if anyone wants to say NC State should not claim the national championship, they're not claiming the national title because they think they maybe are truly better than Mississippi State. Because I don't know. I really don't know. Mississippi State was a dog. But the fact that they didn't even get a chance, it's the same. I'll always defend UCF football the same way. If you're not given a fair chance, then, like, you have all the right. And they're not sticking it to the fans. They're not sticking – like – from what I understand, I could be wrong. It seems like a lot of Mississippi State fans get it. When they see that NC State claims the national title, they are not thinking that NC State fans are saying they're better than Mississippi State. 
they're taking it the way it should be taken, fuck you, NCAA. You robbed us. This mm-hmm. is our way of saying that you don't get to decide who wins a national title. Play on the field does. So that's all I've got to say on that matter. But, Nick, anything else before we wrap this one up? This was a pretty long podcast, probably a pretty good one. Um, Nick's going to be labeled sexist. I'm going to be labeled PC. Um, so, yeah, I, everyone make sure you, you wear a mask at all times, even while breathing. I'm going to put one on right now just so, you know, I'm, I'm more PC. Sorry. But, I hate you so much. But, <laughs> But anyways, you know, obviously everyone stays safe. I mean, it's nice that sports somewhat feels like it's back to normal again. I don't know if COVID has gone away or what's going on, but we won't get into that. All I know is it's nice that I don't see as many cancellations going on. And the last cancellation I did see was Virginia's women's game against Louisville. I think that was COVID issues, but I really don't want to watch women's basketball in Virginia right now anyways. So if it's a forfeit for Virginia, I'm fine with it because it would have been a loss anyway. So <laughs> they probably would have lost by 40. So um, that's all I've got, Nick. Anything else you want to wrap this up? Uh, oh, actually, before we wrap this up, Nick, we had to we had to lock in a Super Bowl prediction. Who wins? What do you got? Any 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 bets? Anything you got riding on the game? What's the spread going to be? Like not in terms of the spread of the game, but you know what are you going to eat for Super Bowl Sunday? That's obviously a very important tradition as well. But what do you got? What are you doing? Are you just watching it at home? Are you going to hang out with some buddies? What What's the Super Bowl Sunday got for you? And, and who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, before I do that, uh, one more thing on baseball. I love it so much. Can't wait for it. You never know. You're never out of it in college baseball. I mean, I remember last year, uh, it was Boston College and Auburn. Auburn was up, I think, eight to nothing in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and Boston college came back and won the game. Never seen something like that before. So you're never, ever, ever out of it in college baseball. So I'm very excited for that. Um, you're Virginia right. NC State's- the same way this year. I mean, Virginia baseball last year started the season. They were 500 pretty much the whole three quarters of the season. I mean, it dude, NC hot. state, we, we had a, we were, we started off, I think one in seven in conference. Yeah. Yeah. We, we sucked at the beginning start of last year. Um, Let's see. Uh, facilities, yeah. Uh, NC State, by far one of the worst. I'm glad that it's getting renovated. I really would have loved to see, though, some uh, outfield seats. I think more ACC schools should get outfield seats. I was a little disappointed when I saw what they were doing. I mean, it just looked like they expanded the student section a little bit more and actually didn't make it look like they had bleachers from 1985. And it looked like they just put in some grills, but I think more of the money went to um, player in the, yeah, like the, you know, the actual facilities, not the field itself. I think more of the money went to that, but I think NC state deserves outfield seats. There's a whole bunch of land out there that they can, you know, put seats out. Wake has a great facility too. I love their field. That used to be the old dash park uh, back when I was a kid. Um, let's see. Other than that, can't wait for baseball. Um, and for the Super Bowl, I am having wings, pico de gallo, and hummus. I love me some good hummus. Um, and I love some good uh buffalo and barbecue wings. Uh, I got I got Joe Burr, Joe Burrow. I think he's gonna win it for uh Cincinnati. I think they cover the spread. I think they I, I'm taking them money line. I'm not actually betting, um, but I think. They are on a track for destiny. I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback right now. If they if they win it, I think he's the best quarterback in the AFC at the moment. 
Uh, obviously, you can make a you know great arguments for Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, even Lamar Jackson, and and uh, Justin Herbert too. I mean, AFC is just loaded with young talent. But uh, I'm taking Cincinnati. I think they're going to win. I think there will be more fans of Cincinnati at LA than actual LA fans. I'm going Orange Gatorade. I'm going Tails Never Fails. I'm going over on the national anthem. I'm going the host of our uh, radio show. He had like 11 prop bets. I think he's doing like Odell over 67 yards. Uh, I think he's doing like Aaron Donald over four and a half tackles. Um, but yeah, give me, give me Cincinnati. What are you doing? Tell me your bets and I'll just be eating at home. Um, with my uh, family. So other than that, what are you doing? Who you have winning? Yeah, so I'm watching the Super Bowl with my cat. He's actually, he's resting up. I think you can see him in the background, maybe on the chair back there, but uh, yeah, I kind of see him. He's resting up. Uh, he's an orange cat. So he's obviously pulling for the Cincinnati Bengals. I've raised him wrong as a Baltimore Ravens fan, but I guess that's just the way it works. Sometimes my family's all Browns fans. So it only makes sense that we just continue the family trend of all liking an AFC North team. Now, if anyone I ever, love becomes a Steelers fan that's when the issue will kind of have to really come out uh I'm picking the Rams and here's why Fratty Stafford baby oh my god my boy Matt so for those of you that don't know I obviously played college lacrosse but like half of my teammates most of my roommates are all from either Toledo Ohio or Detroit Michigan or like the suburbs let's be honest they're not from Detroit but the suburbs of Detroit so they are all pretty loyal Lions fans. God bless them. And so I think it would be the great, I personally believe that Matthew Stafford deserves Hall of Fame talk. And the only way he's going to get it is winning a Super Bowl. And what better way to stick it to the... Oh, I think he's already in. Yeah, but what better way to cement it and stick it, not only to the Lions, but just prove to the rest of the NFL, man. And like, and I'm not gonna I'm not trying to be that guy, but I am a big believer. There are we see it all the time. There are athletes that get left out of Hall of Fames and even just top ten talks all the time because they never won anything, and especially in football. If he can do again, I'm not saying that the Rams around him are not like a super talented team because they are, but it's not like he's got like the most loaded lineup in the NFL, like. He would have had to beat the GOAT in literally his last game ever in Tom Brady. His first season not in a Detroit Lions uniform, he wins a freaking Super Bowl with a team that hasn't even been close in years? You can't tell me that's not beautiful. And that's what's, that's what's great about the Super Bowl is, is both storylines are fantastic, whether it be Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase continuing their playoff undefeated streak together Cincinnati finally getting a Super Bowl title. Not the first time ever, but I think, right? I think it's like it'll be their second or third. But, like, you know, first time in a – at least in our lifetime for sure. First time winning it. Yeah. So maybe, so they have been. That's right. They couldn't remember if they had won one or not. But, you know, no, first time – They only uh, – I wanted this to happen so bad. The only two that they went to, they lost both times to the 49ers. Oh, that's actually really funny. That, so I wanted the nine. That's that was like another I mean, I big ass reason why I wanted the Niners to win is to beat oh, Cincinnati. That would have been 
that would have been and like because it would have been a third times the charm versus just you're absolutely cursed for life like like yeah that would become the oh, biggest yeah. rivalry in sports that unless you like you genuinely follow both teams you'd have no clue about and it wouldn't even be a right. rivalry for one side it would just be a rivalry for the cincinnati Bengals. but but no um i also think that it's going to continue the the well-established trend of last year where home team wins in their Super Bowl and wins in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. Uh, I actually disagree with you. I think there's going to be more Rams fans than there are Bengals fans because the people that are going to be cheering for the Rams are the celebrities that can afford to get in the damn door because they're going to be like, oh, I'm from LA. This is LA's team. No offense, Cincinnati, but how many celebrities you got that got millions of dollars that are going to be going to the game? There's going to be a super fan wise. I'll probably ride with the Bengals fans. I mean, the price to get in, I mean, it's going to be the rich of the rich. And, and we all know how L.A. works. You're a Lakers fan when they're good. You're a Clippers fan when they're good. You're a Dodgers fan when they're good. If the Angels become good. like Everyone became Angels fans for like two weeks when Shohei showed up. But then now they're not good again. They're all back to the Dodgers. This is how it works. I guarantee you, if Justin Harbour takes him to the Super Bowl, oh, I'm a Chargers fan for the last year because I was a Rams fan two years ago when they were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so... That's the only reason I'll disagree with you there. Um, I'm going tails because tails never, never fails unless your name's Josh Allen. Um, but for those of you that don't know, Wyoming's you know state flag is a is a buffalo. So obviously you got to go with the head of the buffalo. So that's where you messed up there, Josh Allen. Like pretty simple. You play for the Buffalo Bills. You got to go with the heads, not the tails. No one wants the tail of a of a bison. They want the heads. So, um, but I'm going tails. I'm I, I didn't do any prop bets. I just I don't care enough to throw stupid money on that kind of stuff i do have a couple squares so uh if uh somehow we can get nine points from the Bengals and and, and a number ending in nine and zero for the rams so i'm pulling for uh evan mcpherson to drill three field goals in that first quarter give me a nine nothing game going in the second that's what i'm cheering for um, and then i have another square where it's seven and seven now i like that one that one i got lucky i got sevens on both sides so maybe i'll get lucky with that one um, that one doesn't pay out as much, unfortunately, but I also paid less to enter. So that is what it is. Um, I got, for those of you that are familiar with the Midwest, you have this thing called Casey's. It's like, it's the most sheets related thing we have out here, Nick. It's not as good as sheets, but they have pizza that's really good. So I have a taco pizza and a buffalo chicken pizza or a uh, barbecue chicken pizza. Those are like, you know, things I'll be eating for the next week, but I got it for just Super Bowl. And yeah. That's my Super Bowl Sunday. I'll be watching it in my hotel room, which is great because I personally could give two shits about halftime shows, regardless of who's in it. So I'll just put it on in, in my headphones. It's again just music down at the hot tub at halftime. So not a not a terrible way to spend it. It's also 65 degrees here in Nebraska. So, you know, that makes sense, right? Um, now there is 40 mile per hour wind, so it feels more like 40s, upper 40s, but again, it's February in Nebraska. It's supposed to be like two degrees. So I'm not complaining. But yeah, and I'm, I'm rolling with the Rams because, oh, and uh, another reason why I'm rolling with the Rams is because uh, Detroit's behind them. I don't, did you see that shirt, Nick? Uh, yeah, Detroit Rams. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. I've, I've never been more cringed in my life for anything. So it just only makes sense that the Rams win that. And, and that's a shirt that because, you know, Detroit and Cincinnati, not that far away. So, you know, that's just going to be hilarious and also, too, personally, I just – I mean, I, I actually do like the Bengals. I have a soft spot for them considering they're AFC North rivals. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't 
I like I like being the last AFC North team to win a Super Bowl. So <laughs> kind of want to keep yeah. it that way. <laughs> but Nick, go ahead, send us off, my guy. All right. Uh, it looks like basketball is shaking itself out more and more. Um, I think we had a healthy discussion today. Um, I'm glad that we, we talked about more sports. Based by this time next week, baseball would have already been off. So I can't wait to talk some college baseball. Uh, but just as always, it means just a little bit less here in the ACC. Go ACC. Thank you.